EFC members are strongly encouraged to participate in business section committees to ensure their company's views are represented on codes and standards development and other important industry issues. It is also important to note that standards are not neutral and by nature, they benefit the people who write them. So once you've used uh, a lot of standards, you should really show appreciation that they're there. And you know, it's, it took a lot of professional effort, uh, took a lot of smart brains in the industry to develop them. So then for me, it's, I want to say, you know, how can I contribute? Young professionals play a very critical role in this landscape. We need young professionals to secure Canada's future prosperity. The standardization system benefits greatly from their fresh ideas and perspectives. I look at Standards Council of Canada basically as the best support platform for anything standards. You're listening to EFC's Electropod podcast episode, a call for young professionals to take a seat at the standards table. This is an interview with Standards Council of Canada and their past IEC YP competition winners from 2016 and 2019 to explore how young professionals can get more involved on issues related to Canada's participation in the International Electrotechnical Commission, the IEC. The talent gap has been identified as a top concern affecting the electrical industry, and this includes participation in standards development. Of the 42,000 people that EFC member companies currently employ, over 10,000 employees are over the age of 55, which means there will be an influx of retirements within the next decade. Young professionals have an opportunity to take a seat at the standards development table to participate in various product verticals on a technical or advisory level. Hi, I'm Daniela DeMarco, and this is Electropod, Electro Federation Canada's podcast series, where we explore the electrical industry with industry experts on areas covering the technical and cultural topics that are powering our changing world. My colleagues, Gurvinder Chopra and Roxanne Lafon, join me as my co-host today. Thank you so much, Daniela, for the introduction and also for putting together today's podcast, which has really an important message for our young professionals. My name is Roxanne Lafon and I'm the team lead of EFC's National Young Professionals Network. So this network really brings together emerging talent in the Canadian electrical industry, young professionals who have the tenacity and the creativity and the drive to really move this market forward. The YPN member base consists of close to 800 young professionals and is still growing today. Thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast and I will now turn it over to Gervinder. Thank you, Roxanne, and uh, thank you, Daniela. I'm uh, pleased to be part of the discussion today, and uh, hello to our listeners. I'm Gurvinder Chopra, Vice President of Standards and Regulations for EFC. EFC members are strongly encouraged to participate in business section committees to ensure their company's views are represented on codes and standards development and other important industry issues. This means Getting involved with our partner associations, which we will hear from today, without your company's representations in uh, standards development, positions are being crafted by your competitors and others who may not necessarily share your organization's point of view. Well said, and thank you, Gurvinder and Roxanne. Today, we have special guests from the Standards Council of Canada, a crown corporation and Canada's leading accreditation organization, 
that ensures conformity assessment bodies meet the, the highest national and international standards against nationally and internationally recognized standards. And with us today, we have Namita Rai, SCC Program Manager, whose mission is to inspire young professionals to get involved in the realm of standards development. Hello, Namita. Hi, Daniela, uh, and hello to all the EFC listeners. Um, thank you for inviting um, SEC as well as our past uh, YP winners uh, to this podcast. Pleasure to have you. Thank you. And next, we have Polid Zahedi, who will provide us with insight on what he gained as an IEC YP competition winner in 2016. Polet is involved with TC65 and 65B and Working Group 7 for Programmable Control Systems. Polet is a Senior Technical Engineer Officer at Ontario Power Generation. Welcome, Polad. Hi, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. And last but not least, we have Chu Chang, who will provide her perspective as a recent IEC YP competition winner from 2019. Chu is involved with Mirror Committee TC57, Power Systems Management and Associated Information Exchange. Chu is a senior PNC engineer with MHO Technologies in Alberta. Welcome. Hello, Daniela. Hello, our audiences on this podcast. Uh, it's my pleasure being here and I'm looking forward to uh, participating here. Thanks. Wonderful. Thank you so much and thank you all for joining us. Before we get into the opportunities available for YPs to get involved, Namita, let's start with you to give our li listeners some context. Could you describe what standards development is and the importance of having Canadian representation? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I want to start by defining what standards are and why they're so important to our society. Standards are guidance that establish uh, accepted practices and requirements in different fields. They're like a formula that prescribes the way of doing something. They're used in a range of sectors and cover a ton of activities, from making a product, to managing a process, to delivering a service, or supplying materials. For example, a standard for audio and multimedia helps make podcasts talk, like the one we're listening to right now, uh, possible. Uh, standards are developed based on consensus among experts involved with recognized standards bodies like the International Electrotechnical Commission, IEC. Standards are also important because they benefit and impact all aspects of our society. They ensure products are safe for consumers, they reduce barriers to trade, and help companies bring their innovations to market. But it is also important to note that standards are not neutral. And by nature, they benefit the people who write them. This is why it's so important that Canadian experts have a seat at the International Standards Development Table to represent the diverse social and economic interest of all Canadians. Now coming to the standards development, um, the process in itself is, is, is a collaborative effort. A technical committee is made up of member experts from different countries, um, and it will go through several stages of the international standards development process. In a nutshell, it starts from a proposal to develop or revise a standard, followed by the production of multiple drafts, then voting to approve, to approve the final version of a standard. 
Thank you so much, Namita, for um, explaining the importance of um, standards. Now, tell us a little bit more about IEC and SCC's connection. So SCC uh, is Canada's voice on standards and accreditation on the world stage. We represent and manage Canada's participation uh, primarily at um, International Electrotechnical Commission, the IEC, and the International Organization for Standardization, ISO. SEC has been overseeing Canada's standard development system and championing Canada's leadership on the world stage for more than 50 years. We ensure our member experts have the support resources and tools they need to participate in the international standards development activities that I previously had described. The Canadian National Committee of IEC, also known as CanCIEC, is the body that governs and represents Canada's interests and member experts at IEC. And SEC sponsors CanCIEC. Okay, great. Um, thank you. So there's definitely, um, an important connection here and an important representation for Canadian manufacturers and those um, in uh, the product realm and creating yeah. um, products around these standards. But how do young professionals play a role in this realm? Uh, just to simply put it, young professionals play a very critical role in this landscape. We need young professionals to secure Canada's future prosperity. The standardization system benefits greatly from their fresh ideas and perspectives. They help the standards community challenge old assumptions and find innovative solutions to address emerging areas and societal challenges, let's say from climate change to even data privacy. Earlier, uh, I, I talked about the importance of standards to society, as well as its tendency to be biased by nature. Participating in international standards development empowers Canadian experts, especially young professionals, to further influence the standards that impact them. Shaping standards gives young professionals the opportunity to do something about societal issues like gender equality, but it also addresses complex changes in emerging markets like artificial intelligence. At SEC, we want to intentionally increase our young professional participation in standards and raise awareness of how the standardization system works. It's actually one of our corporate objectives. We've already surpassed our goal to have 18% young professional members by the end of this fiscal, where in fact, as of our third quarter, we already had over 19% of our members as young professionals. These are important milestones to measure. Um, to see how far we've come in within with our engagement, as it was identified in just 2020 that only 16% of our members were young professionals. So we've seen significant growth over the last couple of years. To get young professionals involved, we facilitate Canada's involvement in IEC's Young Professional Workshop via a national competition. This workshop brings together the world's upcoming expert engineers, technicians and managers. Winners represent their country at IEC's annual general meeting, participate in a workshop, as well as IEC's young professional program that is run throughout the year. Every year, CanCIC and SEC select two Canadian winners 
based on their work with standards or involvement in conformity assessment activities in the electronic engineering or, techno or technology. Their company's participation in standards development is also evaluated. In non-pandemic times, the winners traveled to the country hosting IEC's general meeting with all expenses paid by SEC and IEC. These days, Canadian involvement is currently virtual. However, it is still an incredible opportunity for professional development. Um, finally, another way we encourage and support young professional involvement is through our mentorship program. We are currently enhancing a member mentorship program uh, and developing other learning resources to help members who are new to the standards world. Great, thank you for explaining how young professionals can play a role in this landscape. And congratulations to SCC on the growth that you are, are seeing at, with your YPs. And to have an, an IEC YP competition is very exciting. I do want to now hear from our YP winners for Pull That and Chew. First question I have is what inspires young professionals like yourselves to get involved with SCC? Polad, please, um, could you start off? Yes, thank you. Um, I, I look at Standards Council of Canada basically as the best support platform for anything standards for an electrical engineer or any engineer in a, in a related uh, engineering field. For myself, when I joined uh, SCC, Standards Council of Canada, I knew exactly what technical committees I wanted to be involved in. And that meant they immediately uh, got me connected to great mentors, um, uh, Tony Capel and Ian Werhappen, which I still learn from them to date. But um, that initial mentorship, I think, uh, builds the foundation to what then becomes your standardization journey. So I, I find it's very helpful. Great, thank you so much for that perspective. Chu, I would love to hear how, uh, what inspires you to get involved? Yeah, I've uh, loved to share my experience. I think what uh, Polat had was really great. Uh, I had a bit of a different approach to this. So when I was working with the industry, I worked for utility and uh, standards was something that I always applied, but there was very uh, little introduction to what, how they were developed. So when I did my project, it was actually a colleague at work uh, that introduced me to SEC and said, well, you applied the standard do you want to take a look at how this happens? And I think that's a really the big inspiration for me is that you have standards as an engineer, you're using them very often in your day-to-day -day work. Um, the inspiration would be where do they come from and how they're developed. So once you've used uh, a lot of standards, you should really show appreciation that they're there. And you know, it's, it took a lot of professional effort, uh, took a lot of smart brains in the industry to develop them. So then for me, it's I wanna say, you know, how can I contribute? I have worked in the industry for some years and uh, I have used this standard, it's a great standard. How can I participate or help to make this uh, further? So that opened doors when I talked to my mentors with the organization and then he introduced me to uh, different networks within SCC and said, well, there we have these working groups, we have these technical committee, these are the applicable standards that, that relates to your work and role and that's how I started. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. It's uh, both of you. It seems like mentors are an important role 
uh, for both of you and get involved. So um, it's, it's great to hear your perspectives. Thank you. I do have another question for you both. What have you gained as a former IEC competition winner? Hold that. Let's start with you. Yeah, I, I think every step of that journey was has its own benefits and, 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 and in very different ways. You you initially basically, as explained here, you showcase yourself in a competition to represent Canada. And once you go to the workshop itself, there are a lot of technical things you learn there. I think um, the, uh, the there was a mock technical committee uh, that we went through, and that's where I would say the first place I learned how challenging uh, achieving consensus is and how to best uh, approach something like that. And, and it's not only uh, technical, you get a lot of um, networking opportunities. You get uh, invited to SMB and CAP, which is Standard Management Board and Conformity Assessment Board. And you, you really get to see how the back end of everything works. And interestingly enough, within the workshop, you also uh, have the opportunity to um, get involved in another competition, which is to become a young professional leader. And, and joining the workshop next year as, as a young professional leader is a completely different experience because you get to basically uh, create that workshop for the next generation. Uh, and that, I, in my opinion, really uh, helps you improve your leadership skills. And once it, all of that is finished and you're back in Canada, I think the, um, the exposure and the uh, experience that you have uh, gives you that credibility to be trusted with um, roles of increasing responsibility. I, ever since uh, the, my young uh, professional leader experience, I've been the head of delegation for Canada in multiple uh, plenary meetings. And right now I'm the chair of uh, TC65 mirror committee for uh, industrial process measurement control and uh, automation. That's amazing. Sounds like you have yeah a lot of leadership opportunities and you've really um, deepened your knowledge around the standard solution, standardization solutions and collaborating. Chu, let's uh, hear from you. Yeah, I think what uh, Paul had, had was very similar to mine as well. I think the main thing uh, when you gain as a YP winner is really the exposure to standards development, which I will say a lot of the young professionals don't have the opportunity in their regular day-to-day -day jobs. Um, you see the challenges, you start appreciating that these standards exist and challenges and the efforts that go into creating this standard. Um, and then you have within the YP workshop, you get to participate in mock activity. So you get to see um, how things are like if you're in different committees within standards elements. You get to network with YPs from around the globe. I think the year I went in 2019, there was at least uh, 40 countries and we actually started a, a WhatsApp chat. So we can, you know, they're from different parts of the world, but a lot of the problems we're trying to solve is the same. So you gain that network which you normally don't wouldn't have within your regular uh, roles. And by participating in standard development, you can try to maintain that network, um, use that network, and uh, you can talk to each other about common issues you're facing. So these are all opportunities to learn and grow yourselves. Um, furthermore, within this, I, I am part of the mirror committee of uh, TC57, uh, which allowed me to connect to subject matter experts, not only in Canada, but across the globe. There is a mentor I reached out to in 
Australia, which um, helped me grow my technical field, but also within within the organization and among your peers, um, you're you're seen as a person that uh, that took a step further and are willing to challenge yourselves. So a lot of peers are actually approach me and say, "Hey, you know, this sounds like a really great event. You you participated in. How did you hear about it?" So that also spreads words. Um, standard development, because I think as a young professional, uh, something I gained too is just because you're a young professional, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be reaching out to other young professionals to help them participate. And and that's what I really enjoyed is uh, talking amongst my peers and share my experience. Thank you. Wonderful. That's a great uh, point. And networking is uh, definitely an ex- exceptional value add to this. And uh, I, I love hearing that you've also become somewhat of an influencer for young professionals to get involved and to learn more about standardization. So great. Um, I've asked enough questions. Now I wanna bring in uh, Gravinder Chopra to the conversation. Uh, Gravinder, do you have any uh, questions you'd like to ask our YPs? Sure. Um, In fact, these questions could be for our young professionals or maybe Namita, you could jump in. This is very exciting, isn't it? I mean, Polar and Chu, what you have just mentioned about the opportunities that you have got, the influence which you can make, I think it's, it's, it's amazing. But the question comes up is, how can we do something for the others? So my first question will be, what can the electrical industry and standardization network do to bring in more young profes- professionals like you? What do you suggest? I'll start here and I'll say this is an important question, very, very important question. And I I think this is a good platform to to talk about it. Um, I I would say one of the the big challenges and one of the big things that needs to be done is raising awareness um, in multiple different layers. Uh, In in one of our um, uh, workshops, we we actually talked to SMB about um, having some initiative to get universities involved where they raise awareness uh, for um, for people before they graduate about standards and and the fact that this can be another uh, aspect and dimension of their professional development. But um, what, another thing I want to mention here is that a lot of companies have uh, onboarding uh, programs where they uh, put uh, the new hires into a, a program where uh, they, they they teach them uh, initial um, uh, uh, kind of show them the ropes before the work starts. And that's a very good opportunity for them to be uh, introduced to standards because I would I would argue that a, a large a large percentage, of, of young uh, engineers, they don't know they could be involved. And if, if that uh, kind of hurdle is, is, is removed, uh, a lot of them would naturally be interested. How about you, Chu? I think, I think Paul, that's a, a great uh, thought because I'm on the same page as uh, raising awareness is definitely the number one thing. Uh, a lot of young professionals, they have been working for a couple of years their network may not have a full extent of someone who's been in the industry for a long time. And naturally they just don't know that standards are looking to for young professionals. And also part of that too, is uh, I felt, I felt like in my experience, young professionals are at times hesitate to uh, participate in such activities because they, they, they feel like they don't have the experience. And that really ties back also to the awareness and peace where 
you know, we need to let young professionals be aware that uh, there are mentorship and there will be guidance. So what Paula talked about uh, on onboarding training is that so young professionals are aware, you know, we're not you're not here and you have to share your all your experience and expect them to be working for 30 years or 40 years, that they will be guided very smoothly in the transition and that any any value, any input they can provide is welcomed. And I think that will be a, it opens a lot of doors to young professionals that are definitely interested, but maybe a bit hesitant uh, because they're experienced in their age. Thank you, too. Uh, Navita, would you like to add anything? Yeah, so um, definitely pull out into you. Uh, both of you bring up some really uh, good points. And specifically, when we talk about um, ra raising awareness within academia, um, SEC does recognize the gap um, that uh, a lot of our students and elect well, electrotechnical professionals are um, graduating from university with little to no information on how a standard is developed. So there is a gap on general standards awareness. So um, recognizing this gap, SEC um, worked on and published the um, academia engagement strategy um, that along with our white professionals program together um, is going to help address this gap of raising awareness within the world of academia, as well as young professionals. So um, while we do this, we're promoting our, uh, diversity and inclusion within standardization and also to ensure that um, the future stand like the future of standards is accurately represented by the people who are going to be using and developing these standards. Thank you, uh, Namita. In fact, some part of my next question has already been answered, but I will still like to raise that. So what are the challenges you fee feel that are being faced by young professionals in the electrical field and international standards development? Can you add anything to that, Pollard? Uh, sure, uh, I will, I'll continue with that order. I um, I think we touched about on touched on this at the, the beginning of the program about um, the knowledge gap and the demographic gap, basically, where um, both in the industry you're in as an engineer, as a young engineer, and um, with no surprise within the standardization, uh, you enter an environment where um, there is, uh, it, it, you feel the knowledge gap and, and the age gap between the, the young professionals that enter and the people who are very senior and you unfortunately have, uh, in a lot of cases, a very limited time to learn uh, all those valuable lessons that you can learn from them. I, uh, I will bring up something that's uh, not particularly happy, but um, uh, one of my um, uh, great mentors, uh, which is uh, a well-known person in, in, in the standardization world, uh, Bob Christman, uh, which I, I would say I, I consider him a mentor as an engineer and as a human being. Um, he, he unfortunately very recently passed away, and I, I feel like uh, there was, a, there was a, a tremendous amount of things, not just for myself, but a lot of people to be learned from him and people like him. That, um, that, that young professionals and young engineers um, don't have as much opportunity just because of the time. And uh, I guess what I would suggest to young engineers out there is to start learning and start learning fast. Thank you. Ju, would you like to add anything? Yeah, I think uh, the age and the that's definitely a challenge with young engineers and a lot of experienced engineers who are slowly 
um, easing off on work, but also I think location might be a challenge too because uh, you're not always going to be in the same city or the same area where an expert may be. And I would just recommend to you want to become more comfortable with technology and do um, remote meetings through Zoom or Microsoft Teams. And, and really don't be shy because uh, a, a lot of the senior engineers I've talked to, they're very welcoming when you ask them questions. But for young professionals, you really got to take that initiative and say, I am willing to learn. I am here. Help me. Um, and it doesn't have to be something, someone who is in their organization. Uh, if they know an expert in their field, it could be within Canada, it could be in a different province outside of Canada. Um, reach out to them, go ahead and uh, try to get the knowledge out of their brains. And that's what I would recommend for the young professionals. Thank you. So initiative on the part of young professionals and also willingness on the part of the mentors, I think is very important. Mentors also have to be open uh, for providing that mentorship and, and, and assistance because otherwise the young professionals will not be comfortable in reaching out to those mentors, isn't it? So, yep, oh, thank you very much. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, my last question before I hand it over to Roxanne uh, will be, uh, what has been the highlight of your experience in the electrical sector and, and standards development work? Maybe, uh, Polad, I would like to start with you again. Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, I, I think since we're talking about standards, I would uh, talk about one of the um, kind of memories I have of, of 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 standards. Why it was a, a few years ago where I was attending a technical uh, committee meeting, um, and it just happened that in that particular meeting, I was the only end user in terms of interest groups and. Uh, and of course, because of that, the only person from uh, my industry that was uh, involved. And we were uh, reviewing a, a very uh, fundamental change that we wanted to make on the standard. And I felt uh, the way with the current direction that the, 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 the change was going, this, this could uh, have a negative impact on, on my company, on the industry, and, and, and in particular, the industry within Canada. And uh, I volunteered to take back uh, that change and ask the wider uh, industry about their opinion on this. And, and they were, uh, fortunately, they were very, very interested in uh, giving uh, comments about it within my company, experienced people, and within the uh, industry, within Canada, and even uh, in, in other countries. Uh, people were very, very um, uh, anxious about it, and they wanted to... Uh, they wanted their opinions to be heard. I took all those uh, suggestions back and we could basically form that change and that standard in a direction that was beneficial uh, to my company, to, to Canada and to the industry as a whole. And I felt like that was a very good um, um, kind of um, textbook example of how uh, a young professional can impact the direction of a standard in a way that in a very tangible way benefits uh, their, their industry and their company. Thank you, Polar. I think this is also a perfect example of what I started with, that if you are not there on the platform when these standards are being developed, your competitors or maybe some others are taking decision on your behalf. So it's again, very, very important for us to be, um, be, to be there. Thank you. Um, Anyone else? Chu or 
Namita, would you like to add anything on the experience? What experience can bring to this electrical sector and standards development work? So, uh, you, to you for your comment on the question that what has been the highlight of your experience in the electrical sector and standards development work? Uh, for me, as a as an end user of the standard, it was uh, I was able to actually apply an IEC standard called IEC sixty one fifty within the organization I used to work at, and I I, did, I piloted a project using that, and that standard really really transformed the utility substation design, which was a a very uh, first within the organization, also one of the first projects within uh, Canada's in North America. And really, it was not, uh, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the standard. And within that project, I kinda, it kind of went backward because uh, as an end user, when you apply the standards, you notice things that you raise questions, well, why are standards written this way? And that actually allowed me to take the comments back into um, a technical issues uh, database called tissues, and then allow my participation in the standards that way. So from the standards, I was actually able to go back within the working group and say, well, as an end user, this is what I experienced. Um, this is what I thought. And these are the thoughts that I thought um, could improve the standard to make it easier on the end users. And that was a, a very great experience because I was able to uh, share my thoughts firsthand with the folks that are writing the standard and developing the standard. So they're aware of the challenges when applying them in the industry. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Chu. Uh, thanks, both of you. Maybe um, I think we had enough questions for young professionals. Changing the direction, over to you, Roxanne. Perfect. Thank you, Gervinder. Uh, thank you, Namita, Polad, and Chu for sharing um, for sharing your, your experiences and your perspectives with us today. Um, we're not done with the YPs yet because I do have one more question for you. Um, so my question for I'll start with you. I'll start, I'm going to start with Chu. We're going to be different. We're going to just, we're going to juggle things around a bit. So, Chu, what advice would you give to young professionals in the electrical industry? I, I think uh, the number one advice I would really keep to heart is uh, don't be shy. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to reach out. And uh, I think most of the folks in the industry welcome initiation from young professionals. So, as a young professional, I really do encourage them. You see something, you, you, you see a connection, you don't know them, but reach out, um, express your, your willingness to learn, express your interest, and you'll always gain something you may not expect in the end. Awesome. How about you, Polad? Uh, Chu, I think that was those are very good advice, and I, I, I would say get involved um, in, 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 in as many um, fields that you feel interested in as possible because uh, one um, issue I see, especially with young engineers, are, are that sometimes um, it, it is good to be focused, but it is also good to keep your eyes open for opportunities that interest you and you are technically already capable of, but uh, you might not feel confident enough. So, uh, and, and this uh, standards development sometimes fall into that uh, bucket. So I want to tell the young uh, engineers out there that uh, we are ready 
to start uh, being involved in, in, in uh, forming the international standards that will, will then in turn form our future. Namira, how about you? Yeah, I just wanted to, um, once again, like I know we've mentioned it a couple of times, but just as a reminder, we would like to encourage like from SEC, uh, young professionals to know that they have a seat at the table, irrespective of how many years of work experience they come, they come with. They belong in the room, even if they are newer in the career. So just as a reminder that SEC is here to support you through your journey um, in international standards development. Um, we have the formal mentorship program, but as Paul and she have already mentioned, there's so many other informal ways to connect with um, seasoned uh, standards developers, not just in Canada, but also internationally. So again, uh, Canada has a very vast community of technical experts, and we are here to support young professionals through the journey. Great, thank you. I mean, I think I think we are really on the same page about you know getting YPNs involved uh, in some capacity in the industry, asking those questions, not being shy, really going outside of your comfort uh, out of outside of your comfort zone. Um, and it's something that we really do encourage at EFC, and it's something we're we're working on improving, and it's and it's even a, a, an objective for for EFC. Okay, now for my next question is for you, Namita. Um, how strong is is the need for young professionals to get involved? Or, for example, how many committees does SCC have open for young professionals to join? So our need, if I can say in one word, is strong, very very strong. <laughs> Um, I want to once again highlight uh, that young professionals need to get involved to secure Canada's future prosperity. This is exactly why SEC has activities associated with increasing participation that accord to a corporate plan. The IECYP competition is one such activity, but SEC also uh, on a regular basis works with the IEC as well as with our other um, national committees, uh, let's say from uh, America as well as Mexico to put together workshops where um, our young professionals can connect with each other. Um, when it comes to the number of committees, our, we have many, many committees. Uh, with just IEC alone, we have, uh, we have 130, uh, over 130 Canadian Mirror Committees that we have with IEC. Uh, combine that with those we have with ISO, uh, we have over 400 international committees that SEC is represented on. Wow, that's, uh, that is, there is definitely some opportunity. How can they join? So it's really simple. Um, one of the easiest ways uh, to apply is on our website at sec.ca, um, or they can also contact um, SEC's member services team, that's my team, at members at sec.ca. To see a list of all our committees, um, they can visit our website, um, select the standards tab, and under that, choose to participate in standards development. Here on this page, you will see opportunities to participate in our technical committees, which that we called our mirror committees to ISO IEC, as well as our governance committees to ISO and IEC. Okay, great. Well, we will definitely make sure that the contact information, the website address are listed on this um, episode's uh, podcast page so that YPNs can have access to those. Um, now, what about technical background? Do young professionals need to have a technical background to get involved in these committees? 
Um, well, it would really depend on the type and, the, uh, and which committee you want to apply to. So for example, if you wanna get involved in a committee on transportation and car seatbelt safety, that's very, very specific, you would need technical expertise in that area. However, um, let's say you have an economics degree, um, are in product development and work closely with engineers, you could still contribute by ensuring a standards and development makes a product eligible for trade. So again, we say technical committees, but again, it really depends on the type of committee you're participating in. Interestingly, a lot of our members represent the companies so that their organizations can expand and be more competitive by shaping standards for their products. Okay, great. This is awesome. Um, thank you so much for sharing all this information with us. I do have one more question for you, Namita, uh, and then I'm, gonna, I'm going to hand it back over to Daniela. How would a YPN find out if their company is a member of, of SCC, given I'm assuming that obviously you need to be uh, a member in order to join a committee? Right, so the organization itself does not necessarily need to be a member. Um, if, an, if your organization is currently not a member, you can simply go up and ask your colleague or managers um, if they've heard of their company working with SEC on our member committees uh, and if they work in any standards development. And if not, you could take that initiative and look up the committees that we have. And if there are committees that are of interest to you, you could apply to them. Um, you may or may not need your organization support to do that, just depending on the amount of um, commit work commitment required. Um, but yes, if, absolutely. If your organization is already participating with SEC, connect with your organization and see, um, you know, just what areas they're already participating in, if there are any gaps or um, if they, you know, if there's interest in participating in more. And if not, definitely raise your hand, go to our website, look up the committees and just shoot that application in. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, back to you, Daniela. Thank you, Roxanne. Those are great uh, questions to offer clarity on how young professionals can get more involved on an advisory or technical level. So thank you for sharing uh, that information with us, uh, Namita, so that uh, our listeners can take immediate action. To wrap things off, Namita, I want to direct this question to you. If there is one message listeners can take away from this discussion to YPs or organizations that employ them, what is that message? Get involved. Get involved in standards development, whether that's nationally or internationally um, with our mirror committees, but get involved because everyone has something to gain. Our, our young professionals, as we heard from Paulette and Chu, um, have mentioned have, uh, they've had phenomenal opportunities for leadership and career development. So just a quick example, um, Paulette and Chu both started as just regular technical committee members uh, representing Canada, and they're now both leaders. They're both chairs within uh, of various committees um, that they're leading. Um, for organizations, um, they, can get, they can gain a competitive edge in their sector or industry. And more importantly, Canadians' diverse social and economic interests will be represented at the international level as more and more YPs participate in our program. All right. That message doesn't get much clearer. Get involved. Whether it be on an individual, organizational, or international level, there's really something for everyone to gain, as Namita had just explained. To our listeners, if you're a young professional, get involved. If you're a seasoned professional, become a mentor or an influencer for young professionals in the electrical sector. You heard it from SCC. 
there is a strong need for young professionals to sit at the developments table. Now, as we conclude this session, I want to thank our guests, Namita, Polet, and Chu, and to my co-hosts, Gurvinder and Roxanne, for being here today. To our listeners, please provide your feedback on this podcast at info at electrofed.com, and we hope you continue to plug in. Thank you for listening to EFC's Electropod podcast episode. To access the resources and links mentioned throughout the discussion, please visit electrofed.com slash electropod.